Good morning, church family. I am humbled and honored to be here to share my message with you, and I've prayed repeatedly that um, it comes across as a coherent thought. Um, a few weeks ago, when I first started considering what I was, the lesson that I was going to share with you, uh, Denise and I were discussing if that would, you know, if I would be even be able to pull it off. And, uh, and the reason for that, as you may know, about six, a little over six weeks ago, I had a total shoulder replacement uh, surgery and everything. And at the time I was, you know, I had one bad, you know, just one arm that was immobilized and uh, only one arm to, that works kind of, sort of. And, uh, and for that, you know, for that reason, um, you know, we joked about the fact that, you know, probably only half of my, my uh, message would get out because I wouldn't have use of one of my arms and everything. But fortunately, Tuesday was six weeks. The doctor okayed me to, you know, ditch the, the sling. And he said, you know, now I've got another six weeks of just working on range of motion for lucky for you, lucky for me, uh, I can get my whole message out uh, today. And that message I've titled today, uh, What Can I Do? Intentional Living. I'd like to go back and, and reread this because I forgot to, uh, when I was giving Michelle the, uh, the scripture, I didn't, I've been using my, uh, my uh, version of the Bible, which is a New Living uh, Translation uh, Study Bible, and it's got a little bit different wording, and I use that throughout. So for this to be a coherent uh, coherent message. I want to reread uh, reread it using my my Bible, and it reads. Well, in this, it, you know, this the the study Bible that I have. This group of scriptures is you know, you know, lot labeled uh, spiritual blessings, starting with verse three. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heaven heavenly realm, because He was united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise, so we praise God for the, gracious, uh, for the glorious grace that he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son, forgave our sins, and he showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. Just love, to, love that, what is being said, said there. And I look at, you know, if you go in and, and Google uh, intentional, you get a lot of, of course, we go. You get a lot of different definitions, and all that. And the one, the, you know, the one I honed on, and it worked best for me, was done on purpose, deliberate. You know, and in a dictionary, it'll give you other words that are that are similar. You know, the other similar words are calculated, conscious, planned, pre-planned, willful, considered. You know, and from the scripture, you know, in verse verse four, it said God before he even made the world, he chose us through Christ. And I would believe that would qualify as God being an intentional. 
So shouldn't we be? You know, he thought about it. He had a plan. Through, through this whole process of getting the surgery and, and being, having limited or no use of, of a limb, you know, it has really given me a different perspective on things. And I've had to change how I approach things during this, this time. Firstly, I've had, had to be very intentional with what I'm going to do or how I'm going to approach something. As simple as, you know, after week one, I was able to go back to work. I was going upstairs, getting ready to go through security in, my, in the thing, and, and I had a cup of coffee, my backpack on, a cup of coffee, and, okay, where's the key fob to get into the door? You know, and, of course, it's in, it's in this pocket, so, you know, put everything down, switch it around. I knew right then, from then on, I would get out of the truck, I would hang the key on my finger, so I had it in the right spot to, to be able to, to work that out. You know, other simple thing, you know, getting dressed to learn. You had to, you had to change the sequence around a little bit. I got to put the belt on the pants before I put the pants on, and, or I, you go without a belt. <laughs> you know, so there's, there's workarounds and all that, but it you gave me a whole different perspective on how to, how I, you know, I had to, I had to be intentional with what I do, you know, think, think through it. And secondly, I had to rely, rely on others for stuff that it just, I could, I could not do or that I would, you know, in, or, you know, relying on others to help me do things that I would typically do by myself. Prior to the surgery, I, you know, I have a tendency to, if I see something, a job that needs to be done, I, I just go, you know, I go do it. Um, and and uh, even if there's someone around me that is, you know, asking, can I help? You know, I would just, I wouldn't, I would be rushed. You know, just let's go ahead. It'd be easier for me to go ahead and do it myself if I can do it myself. And instead of taking the time to, you know, tell someone how to, how to do it and to help along and all that. So, you know, just so rushed. And, um, you know, and, you know, case in point, is one of, it was one of those... Um, aha moment I call it the blind story so we were we had gotten some blinds for the, the house and um, this was like three weeks ago so totally a mobile arm and we started putting those those up and so Denise was doing all of the all of the labor I'm just all I can do is stay on the ground point tell her what to do what tools to, you know and and um, she did a fabulous job all of them still up there and great and she's even done some for her clients and so that's not the issue but the what it was was that you know I was so anxious and you know felt helpless wanted to help more and all of that but you know I got a you know just this arm you know I had here's one arm that only works up to this level I got my t-rex arm going on and you know and that's and that's it and uh, I, I told her how I was feeling, that I was feeling, you know, helpless, anxious, you know, wanting to help more. And it was then that was that aha moment. It was like, you know, she, you know, it's like, the, you know, you get the hammer and get hit right between the eyes. You know, I had a couple of those moments last week when Jimmy was up here talking. I mean, it really struck, you know, struck a chord with me. But she looked at me and uh, down, uh, she was up on the ladder. She looked down at me and she said, well, now you know how I feel. You know, and it's one of those deals where... A lot of times she's asking how to help, how do you do that, and all that kind of stuff. But we were we were so rushed about getting the job done that it wouldn't take the time to to do that. 
So, you know, I realize that I have to be intentional about slowing down and helping, you know, enjoy working with others. Not only in my, you know, in my, in my personal family, but us as a church family, we need to be able to, to look at, slow down, you know, get involved and work working together. Now, one of the things that, you know, is, that's going to be even more challenging is once this one's good in about, you know, in the Thanksgiving time frame, I got to get the other one done. Well, I'm a lefty, as y'all know, so it's been okay. I'm getting, you know, getting along. Now, there's going to be some more challenges, and I may have another, another um, sermon for you later on about how, to, how this lefty is going to, you know, survive with his right, with his right hand. But also, you know, as we, you all know that our search committee has been, been doing a tremendous amount of work behind the scenes, you know, with the uh, looking for, um, you know, doing the pre preparation for the, the new minister, you know, searching for the new ministry. And, um, you know, and I've seen some of the preliminary updates I mean, updates on it, and there will be more coming from the, you know, from the committee in the, in the near future, and, um, but I expect, I know some of y'all may be thinking, well, what can I, what can I do? You know, I'm not on the committee, so what, what can I do? But we all can be intentional about keeping the, the committee members in our prayer that that, that team will can can continue to do the effort that they are that they are to help find the minister that God has already appointed for us. We just got to find. We just got to get. Uh, we've got to find him and listen to that, so that all of us can be intentional in doing that. I also want just to give the the church family you all as a you know a good old at a boy at a girl um, shout out. For the participation in the congregational survey, that survey, you know, we had I think 120-ish, you know, somewhere in that ball, you know, in that ballpark. Numbers aren't exactly uh, relevant, but it was, you know, it was a good a good turnout. And of that, 74 people, you know, per, uh, took the extra time to provide some additional comments where we were asking for for comments. And uh, you know, there's a lot of different topics. Uh, in the comments, and like I said, that there's more to come from that. I don't want to, you know, I'm not stealing any thunder from the the, the committee uh, and all that. But when I was reading through what the I had seen the the comment, the list of the comments, you know, and and two words that kind of hopped out and was just really applicable to to this lesson was that um, of the 74, 26, you know, commented on the fact of wanting growth in the church, not only in just numbers, but also in growth in the family relationship. And then, the, uh, you know, and then 21 uh, of the comments talked about, specifically about, more involvement in the community. And like I said, there are many others that, were, that are discussed, and they will be discussed and further action done, but that's, that's coming on down the, the line. And uh, like I said, I don't want to steal the thunder uh, of that, so we'll talk about it in the coming weeks. But as part of the you know search committee and in relation to the the community aspect of it, you know part of their efforts, uh, Sean Pateri, he um, he led the um, community assessment, 
where he went out and talked to a number of organizations about how, what were they doing for the community and all and uh, everything and you know and and how we might could help team with them and all of that and all of them, as I recall, all of them were excited about the the potential of you know working together with us. So what can I do? We can be intentional and get involved. So that's something, but that's something for all of us to do. And as for the growth, you know, it was interesting. Some of the, some of the uh, comments, not just on growth, but on the others, it was kind of worded like, well, the new minister, you know, like his responsibility was to grow the church, you know, do more community, all of this type of stuff. And, and granted, yes, his, his role will be to help lead us, you know, inspire us, guide us, direct us, and all that kind of stuff. But for him to be successful... He's going to need a healthy, active, engaged, loving family to back him up for us, to, for us as a church to be able to be all that we can be and to be, have the success in the community, in growing in Christ, and all that. And part of, part of that healthy church family is building the strength of the relationships with each other. You know, back in the reading, you know, in uh, verses uh, 6, 7, and 8, you know, it, it read that his glorious grace, uh, he has poured out his glorious grace on us. And he, and then uh, 7, he is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us. Poured out his grace and kindness. Without God's grace, none of us can be saved. To receive it, we must acknowledge that we can't do it on our own ourselves. And the only way, then, that only God can save us. And the only way that we receive God's grace is the faith, having faith in Christ Jesus. He poured out His grace and kindness on us. So shouldn't we be intentional about giving grace and kindness to others around us? There's always going to be something that, you know, that bothers us. You know, we... Um, we don't like we don't like something, or we don't um, we don't like how somebody's doing doing something. And uh, you know, and during the the renovations, we've had some you know some topics come up and issues that uh, have been talked about and all that, and some feelings were hurt and all that. But you know, what we need to you know going forward, what we need to be is we need to be intentional about what we're saying. We need to be thinking about planning. You know, why is this bothering me? Is it a salvation issue? Or is it about me? You know, is it a selfish thing that I'm doing? And, and consider what you're thinking you might want to say and whether it should be said or not. Or is it something that we just need to pour out a little bit more grace and kindness and have the bigger picture in mind. 
focused on Christ. I like this. I like a, a, com, uh, a, a one of the letters. I mean, uh, one of the statements of Christ. Some of the last one, uh, last words that are um, that are documented uh, in the Bible. I'm not going to read the whole the whole thing, but you know, in, in John 21 is where you know Peter. I mean, where Jesus is uh, challenging Peter. You know, and that was part where, you know, three times, he, you know, he says in so many words, you know, do you love me, Peter? Feed my sheep. And he said it three times. And, you know, and then, you know, Jesus mentions about, you know, how he was going to glorify God and his, you know, and what type of death he was going to have. And, you know, and so, you know, you can kind of picture Peter starts getting a little, you know, squirmy and looking around. You know, he, he's uh, trying to deflect some of the, some of the, um, attention and all that and he looks around and then in verse 21 he it says that uh, peter asks jesus well what about him lord and he talked you know you know speaking of uh john and jesus uh, jesus replies this is what the you know the written and read uh, things i think is a pretty interesting and jesus replied if i want him to remain until till i return what is that to you as for you follow me as for you, follow me. Like, don't worry about the others. We need to. We need to, to intentionally focus on on what our own walk with Christ and how we need to project that uh, to others around us. Kind of in in closing, a couple of take some takeaways I would like to to leave with you is one there is a lot of work that needs to be done uh, here in this in this the church building the things that are happening trying to happen i mean you heard rob mention today we need we need help with uh teachers and all of that um so we all need to be looking at how we can be active and involved in growing this church, reaching out to the community, building the relationship. And that's something I want to add, you know, challenge you with is uh, for let's, let's be intentional about building our family relationship. Focusing on, you know, one, working with, you know, let's be more gracious. Let's also start looking and building relationships with people we don't know. There's a lot of, I know, I, I'm guilty, guilty as charged. A lot of people I don't, I know, I may know your name. I may not know your name. I'm terrible with names, but I may not know your name, but a lot of it, it you know, I, beyond that, I, there may be just a little bit of information. We as a church family need to, to know the ins and outs, the, you know, really get involved in the families around us because once we, once we get, when we get that, our new minister and all that, He's going to, you know, the more healthy that our church family is, the more, the more ready. And the, we will be ready to be able to do our best at reaching out to the community, spread the word of Christ to our family, to the community, and to the world. So let's be intentional about 
building the relationship of our, our current family. And lastly, I want us to be intentional about pouring out grace and kindness to others. God poured it out to us. We should be pouring it out to Him. As always, whenever we, we get our family together, we will always want to you know, provide for an invitation. You know, if any of you have, have a prayer, prayer requests or other needs that, that you would like to bring before the congregation, or if you would just like to have a prayer, we have a prayer room back in the back that um, one of the elders would be pleased to, uh, to chat with you. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, God bless.